Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. This is Susan Robb with New Books Network. I'm talking with George White, who's president of Up With Paper and Jumping Jack Press. So, George, thanks for joining me. Tell me a little about both of those companies. Sure. Up With Paper is the world's largest pop-up greeting card company. We were founded in 1978. Uh, We've been producing pop-up cards uh, for 40 years now, and uh, we have distribution around the world. Uh, we are in leading retailers in the U.S., like Barnes & Noble and World Market and the Fresh Market, and we're really available. If you go to any nice specialty store worldwide, you should be able to find our cards. About 10 years ago, we decided that we liked pop-up books so much, and we thought, well, you know, we're doing pop-up cards. We should be able to do pop-up books. So we Create a pop-up book division, which was called Jumping Jack Press. And of course, the book industry proved to be much more of a challenge than we uh, we thought it would be back in our naive days. Um, and uh, it is more challenging in the book world. It is a it is a different world from the greeting card world. But since then, we've been producing two or three pop-up books a year. We really focus on the seasons, particularly Christmas, but we also do Halloween and Easter books. Are there differences between designing pop-ups for cards and for books? There are more similarities than differences uh, between the two, certainly, because um, originally what we thought is that you know a pop-up book would really just be like you know five to eight pop-up cards glued together, but you've got the uh, the interaction uh, inside the pages, you know the pages that are front and back in a book. You've got the interaction of the two, and that's certainly something you don't deal with in cards. So, for example, if you have a a turning device or a, a pull tab or something that works, you try to figure out a way to make it work on both the front and the back of that page in a book, which is kind of neat. Um, And you also have to make sure that the mechanics underneath the page will not interfere with each other on either side. Uh, But certainly there are more similarities uh, than differences because uh, you've got got a pop-up. And our our pop-up, we do have pop-ups that open horizontally and vertically. So that is somewhat of a difference. And then our our leading card line, which is called Treasures, does open horizontally, whereas a book opens uh, vertically. Um, so that certainly changes the direction of the pop post. But again, more similarities than differences. With books, at what point does a book become a pop-up? <laughs> um, that's an interesting question. Uh, certainly for us, when we go into it, we are going to make it a pop-up book. We don't publish any books that are not pop-up books. Um, so when we're thinking about what the concept is, we are from the very beginning thinking about how can we make that concept work as a pop-up book. Um, so it is it is a pop-up book from the very beginning. Um, and usually we have the concept, um, which then becomes a story, which then becomes a book. But beginning with the concept, we are thinking about how can we make this concept really work as a pop-up book? What type of pop-ups would we like to see? So you storyboard it as a pop-up book. But there are sort of sister categories, right? Like a lift the flap might be in that category. 
Sure, and we do have we have produced pop up books that have pop ups as well as lift a flap as well as other interactive elements like a spinning wheel or whatever, and we really consider all of those to work together. Um, that you can have flaps in a in a pop up book, but if you've got a lift a flap book. That means it doesn't have pop-ups in it. If it's a pop-up book, it can have all those different things, but it's got to have at least some pop-ups in it. Hmm. How does that, uh, when you when you think about pop-up elements, how does it need to integrate with the art and with the story? Yeah, that's why you really have to think about it from the very beginning, how the pop-up's going to work, because if, if you wait until you write the story and then do the art and then say, oh, let's make this a pop-up book. It's just not going to look right. Um, when you develop the art, the art actually is developed uh, with the pop-ups in mind and we develop it so that you're creating the artwork in layers um, so that you, the, uh, the paper engineers can play with those different layers so that it will look right when you pop it up. Um, and it's got to fit with the, the story as well. So really, it does go back to the beginning. you got to make sure that it all fits in together. So really, when we create a book, the artist and the author and the paper engineer, which often are three different people, but they don't have to be, they are in very close consultation, kicking things back and forth in the development of the book. Which leads me into another kind of thing I was going to ask you. If an author, an illustrator, believes his or her book could be a pop-up, can they approach a, pop, a paper engineer or, or what would they do? Sure, that would be that would be one way to do it. I mean, we, at, at our company... All of our all of our concepts are done internally, so we don't accept outside blind submissions. However, we do uh, look for outside authors to work with our engineers and our artists. Um, but if there is an author out there who has something that they believe will work as a as a pop up book, then certainly the best thing to do is to to find a paper engineer that they can work with um, and an artist that they can work with, um, and to to make it. To, to integrate those to make it work as a pop-up book, and then you can approach you. Know, and Bologna is certainly the best place to go to find a, a publisher for a pop-up book. Some of the, your books that I saw in Bologna have material other than paper. So what else have you used? Yeah, no, that, that's a good point. We we use all different kinds of mixed media, and again, that that really began in our greeting card world, um, and we use acetate. We'll use any kind of material that works with the story. So it could be, you know, beach chair fabric if we're doing a story that involves beach chairs or vinyl if it's a vinyl umbrella. Uh, we'll use uh, yarn for hair if it's, you know, the mane of a lion, for example. Um, but we will, and, and our, our creative team actually will go into the, go into the garment district in New York to, to source um, those kind of materials to see what will, will work best, what looks like the, the animal or person or object that they're trying to, to create in the pop-up book, and we'll source it there and then uh, utilize that material in the book. So there's, I, I would say there, there's, there's no limit to which material you can use in the pop-up book, as long as it's safe. What about what's new and exciting in the field and exciting both that you've done and, and that you're seeing being done? Well, certainly the, the paper engineers always seem to be out doing each other in terms of creating creating a pop-up that's in, in a unique way. Can it go higher? Can it make things rotate and move? So as you're opening the page, things move. Um, and, and we kind of in our office, we retain that sense of wonderment. And you, you probably saw that when you were in our, our booth. We, we have a lot of our staff, our paper engineers on staff, still have that wonderment when they're opening a, a card or a pop-up book to see how it how it works. In terms of us, we we created a uh, a new title this year called Leaves, and it's uh, 
our on-staff paper engineer, Eugene Kim. It's her first book. And so we kind of let her loose to, to see what she could come up with. And she came up with some really cool uh, techniques. You know, one of them was a, a, a pull tab where the, the leaves change from, from green to the colors that you see in autumn uh, with the use of a pull tab. And that was cool. It wasn't, it wasn't a pop-up, but it was a pull tab. And then another page, she affected a, a pile of leaves that when you open the book, the, the pile of leaves kind of elevates. Um, so some things like that that I had, I had not seen before. Um, it's just always something new and different. I can't really pinpoint one specific uh, you know, new technique because they're all different. Uh, they're utilizing the main techniques that are used in pop-up in, in different ways and different combinations to, to create new and different looks. And what would be the reverse of that? Have you seen tried in, in this medium that really doesn't, in your opinion, work well? That's an interesting question. What doesn't work well? I, I would never say anything doesn't work well. Um, I think the the main thing is that a book is different from a card. That was certainly something that we learned early on. There may be things that really work in a greeting in a pop up greeting card that just don't work in a book. The the, the book's got a, a a good pop up book can't just be good pop ups. It has to have a good story, good artwork, and good pop ups, and the three have to work together. And that's certainly something that we. We learned over time because some of our early books may have had a strength in in pop-ups because that was our strength, but the the story wasn't good enough. So uh, we we think we've we've gotten that now in the, the way we work with professional authors um, to to kind of add that additional key element. It's got it's got to be interesting. And it's got to be interesting enough to be reread, and looked at again and again, and to hold up. Right, that's one of the big challenges. Absolutely, Absolutely. and that's certainly when you're dealing with. Uh, in the book world, that's usually the first thing you get from pe- from retailers is how how will this book last in my store? That's certainly something that people are always concerned about. And, you know, we package our books in poly bags. We we sell them in, with a, a free open sample if somebody buys a you know a certain amount because we do know that they get damaged in the store. And, and of course, the, the joke we always make is, well, buy two, buy one that you're going to look at and one you're going to save. <laughs> yeah, there have been pop ups that were favorites in my family that we've we've gone well past two, but we loved them that much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what new titles of your company should people uh, or may people want to look for? Well, we have uh, three new titles this year that are going to be coming out in the in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, the Leaves book, which I mentioned earlier, it's a, the debut title from Eugene Kim, who's a very talented paper engineer on our staff. And it, the, the, the content of the book is about kind of the wonderment of leaves um, and what happens in the forest with the, with the leaves from uh, – the, the impact of chlorophyll and how they turn green and what they're doing in terms of oxygenating the world and the, the food that they provide. And then what happens after they fall, fall to the ground in the forest and, and what happens in that habitat underneath the leaves. Um, so it, there's, there's a, uh, the beauty of it as well as the educational aspect of it. I think that's a, it's a very interesting book. Uh, and Eugen has, uh, kind of her, uh, her pride and joy for the last years and working on that book. And I think it will be very, very evident to people when they, when they see it, um, how cool it is. And then we are also um, re-releasing our first two titles that we did 10 years ago. Uh, one of them is called Halloween at the Zoo, and the other is called Christmas at the Zoo. And we've uh, made them larger because, uh, again, one of the learnings we had early on, we made the pop-ups too small. Um, so now we are making them a, a larger size, um, which kids enjoy more and adults enjoy more. Um, and the Halloween at the Zoo is, is what happens at the zoo when uh, animals actually dress up in costumes and trick or treat at the zoo. Mm. So you know you have like a hippopotamus dressed as a ballerina, <laughs> uh, elephant dressed as a skeleton, as they would, of course. Um, yes. And then Christmas at the zoo is uh, in the zoo habitats again. How each animal decorates their habitat, uh, getting ready for Santa Claus. So the difference in you know what a 
igloo looks like uh, that a penguin is decorating, uh, for example, versus some of the other habitats like the giraffe. Um, and we took the, the night before Christmas story, which everybody knows, and we uh, we played with it a little bit. So it's the night before Christmas and all through the zoo. Um, every creature was stirring, even the kangaroo. It's kind of the, the way it goes. And uh, it's, it's a fun story, so it's recognizable. And it's just everybody loves to see animals uh, acting like humans uh, in their own way. So uh, that's what both of those books do. Now, where can people find out uh, more about your books and about the greeting cards? Uh, on, our, on our website, so upwithpaper.com, uh, jumpingjackpress.com. And our our books and our cards are, again, they're, they're found worldwide. Um, any good specialty shop should have them. And if they don't have uh, the books, they can certainly be ordered. Uh, Barnes & Noble is one of our largest customers for cards as well as for books. Um, and then we're also available at a number of specialty shops. Um, and I also should mention that we have a lot of good partners around the world that we are publishing co-editions, uh, for example, in Japanese and in French and in Italian uh, for a number of these books so they can be enjoyed overseas in other languages as well, which is always exciting. Yeah. That's one of the, the really fun things about Bologna, seeing what people are doing in other languages and then partnering with each other to publish your book in another language is a very cool thing. Definitely. Well, thanks, George. Uh, I appreciate that and and hope people will uh, look for quite a number of the books that you talked about. Well, I appreciate your interest. Uh, pop-up books are fun. It's always talk- fun to talk to people about them. Appreciate your interest. Thanks a lot. <laughs>